Sassuolo's eye-catching win at Milan on Sunday not only made headlines, but also allowed Napoli to pull three points clear at the top. The Azzurri look irresistible at the moment, but tonight's trip to Reggio Emilia is a real test of their title credentials. Napoli have won it back, this is Jelinski, and it's Fabian Ruiz! Of course he scores from there! Outside the box once again, it is number five from that sort of range, but it's all about the high press from the Parterope. Lozano now, Napoli on the hunt for a second. Mertens tried to... Lozano now. Napoli on the hunt for a second. Mertens tried to flick it. That's Jelinski. Dries Mertens! He's on target again. And Napoli well on their way to another victory. Kiriakopoulos, good piece of control. Still Kiriakopoulos. Nice cross. Kamaka. That is sensational. Absolutely majestic from Gianluca Kamaka. And Sassuolo, half the deficit in some style. That was arguably better than his goal at San Siro. Ferrari's set piece. Ferrari's header! It is the late equaliser. Napoli have spurned and squandered a two goal lead. And Reggio Emilia erupts. Rahmani, he's lost it. Berardi. This is Gregoire de Frel! What's the call? And confirmation the goal has been disallowed. Berardi tripped Rahmani. It stays two apiece. Final score at the Mape. What a game. Sassuolo 2, Napoli 2. Bentornati, tifosi napoletani, to uh, another edition of the Napoli post-match rant. I'm your host, Rafa Rispo, and I'm here today to talk, to rant, to cry, to scream, to moan, bitch, complain about anything and everything Sassuolo Napoli. Um, yeah, uh, right away I want to thank the chat. I want to thank everybody that's coming in right now, um, everybody that's watching on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, for some reason, we're only getting, we're really only getting YouTube comments. So please go follow Far From Vesuvius on YouTube and support us, guys. Uh, what's up to Sal Di Brita? That was a rough one to watch at the end. Yes, it was, my friend. That was really rough at the end. Uh, and then... Also, Pasquale comes in. Officials make mistakes, and I'm big on playing, so that bad calls can't make or break you. But that match was bad. Look for Serie A officiating. 100% agree. 
and uh, Vincenzo is in. Ciao, ciao, Vincenzo. Grande Rafa, he says. Thank you very much, my friend. Grande, grande Vincenzo. Um, yeah, so let's get to it. I mean, you know, I did select the beast of the match. We'll unveil him today. Um, uh, not the greatest first half. I mean, we played well. We didn't take many chances. Um, wasn't the most lively first half. I think it was a little boring, to be honest with you. Um, and then in the second half, we come out and we do our thing. You know, Fabian gets his goal. Um, you, you know, Insignia comes off at halftime. We should probably mention that. And uh, a lot of people were not wondering, like, we're not really uh, thinking maybe it was Spalletti being tactical. But I did see him limping while I was watching him walk around before the first half. So I'm not so sure what's going on there. Um, and then, so like I said, Fabian gets his goal, uh, just a brilliant outside the shot, a box shot again. Um, you know, smart, smart playing, uh, <laughs> again, off of the back of a, a foul on Dries Mertens. He took a, a nice shot to the face right before Fabian was able to get the ball and put it back in the net. And then Mertens, Mertens himself, Cheeto, uh, gets his fourth goal in three games, his uh, fourth of the season in Serie A um, and uh, his 140th all-time goal for in in La Maglia Azzurra. And uh, I, I mean, I just couldn't be happier with what we got from Dries, you know. Um, but then, guys, like the injuries, you know, uh, Fabian pulls up with a hand. It looks like a, a groin. Uh, Koulibaly comes off. Um, they put in Deme with Lobotka, who I think played a, a great game again today. Um, Deme comes in, Politano comes in, Petania comes in, uh, Elmas, like I said, at the, uh, at the half replaced Insigne, and then Juan Jesus had to come in for Koulibaly. Um, not, not the greatest from us when it comes to uh, news, when it comes to these injuries, um, but at the same time, how much of them are really injuries? Now, I'm going to be honest, and I haven't checked any of the news yet, so I don't really know what the prognosis is on anybody's, you know, any any of the status. But I'm going. I'm willing to bet that um, most of these substitutions were precautionary for the Atalanta game. We do play them again in three days, you know. The one thing I did hear, though, uh, so my parents are up. We uh, it's fun. We um, we watch the game together. My dad, me, and the kids, and uh, we got to film our reactions. So I'll put that out at some point soon. I'm gonna try to edit something together and put it out. But um, uh, he he listens to Kiss Kiss Napoli before, after, in the morning. He listens to Kiss Kiss Napoli all the time. So he's up here. He's listening to Kiss Kiss, and he's telling me that Spalletti came out and said. That he feels bad not taking Fabian out when he asked him to. I think something was up with Fabian before, and um, he may have hurt himself, you know. And because then, you know, he didn't take him out, he gets hurt, he has to come off. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and then it all unravels, guys. I mean, the Skamaka goal, I have no problem with. It's a good goal. I mean, we could have probably marked him a little bit better. But, you know, what are, what are you going to do? You know, he, he took a great shot, and, and it was a fantastic volley, you know. Um, 
but the second goal and this solidified the fact that the referees did piss poor today. I'm sorry. I, it might sound like I'm a sour Napoli fan and that uh, I'm going to blame the referees. I try my best all the time to be objective and to look at it and say, okay, you know, yeah, the referee did this, that, and the third, but we could have, you know, buried this shot, that shot. I feel like we did what we had to do to beat this team. And this referee wasn't giving us any calls, none, despite the fact that he did give a yellow card to, to Sassuolo player in, in the first half. Yes, he did. But he wasn't pulling the cards out for anyone. And 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 I would say 90% of the calls were going Sassuolo's way, including the goal to make it 2-2. That was supposed to have been a foul on Rahmani. In, instead of calling the foul on Rahmani, he calls a foul on Demet and gives him a yellow for playing the ball. He literally played the ball. He played the ball, and it was clear as day. You can't VAR those kind of things, so that's the referee. But he was looking straight at it. So for me, that should never have been even a free kick, let alone a free kick to, to equalize the match, ever. Never. That's not a free kick for me. That's a free kick for us, if anything. And then the third goal, man, in, in five minutes injury time, the third goal. Right? There's another thing I have a problem with with the referee. He he doesn't call a foul. He lets the play go on. And Defrel comes in and, and, and scores with, with in the in the first minute of injury time. Right? He gives the goal. Napoli players are screaming, furious, yelling at the ref. Referee decides to check the VAR because VAR is looking too. He goes to check it, and he gives the right call, right? And let's not even talk about the Spalletti red card, okay? We'll talk about that in a minute. But he gives the right call to, to overturn the goal, which was the right call. But that took about a minute and a half, two minutes. And then, And you would think that you got a VAR decision in injury time. You're going to go a little over five minutes, right? This guy went 30 seconds over the five minutes. You know, he should at least have given us another minute, half, minute and a half, two minutes because we lost all that time on the, on the VAR. So awful display of refereeing today. Awful. I'm not going to call conspiracy. I'm not going to say my dad, my dad's yelling, oh, they got to give this Scudetto to Milan at any cost. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say this referee was freaking terrible. Terrible. And seeing a lot of your reactions on Twitter and on, on social reacting the same way as I did, then it solidifies it for me. Because I could have a beef with the ref, but someone else could see something. I'm sorry. That was Spalletti got the red for arguing the 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 second goal, right? Just justifiably, but he gets a red. Now he can't sit in on the sidelines for Atalanta. I'm less worried about that, and I'm more worried about what's going on with the injuries. Anyway, um, two two is the final score. Same. That's another thing. Uh, one thing I'm I'm not happy. With, I'm actually here. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get to the to the to the chat because the chat is is pretty lively right now, and, I, and I'm ignoring it completely. And I'm sorry, guys. I love you very much. Um. Uh. Okay, uh, Serena, where did I get the Maradona light behind me? So my parents, like I just mentioned, are visiting, and my dad got that at the Napoli Napoli store 
uh, one of the Napoli stores in Naples. Um, and he just gave it to me today. I hadn't seen him since he returned. Um, and there you go. Official store. Yeah, he got me that. And he got the kids some uh, some uh, um, uh, containers like, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Aluminum? The or Not the aluminum. Stainless steel containers for like water or hot stuff. But yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, Sereno. Uh, let's see. Mateo says, Mateo Casale, what's up, my friend? It was fun for a bit until the injuries piled up. And also, let's go NYCFC. Yeah, repping NYC tonight. They made the semifinals of the MLS Cup, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, that's on Sunday. And then the MLS Cup is next Sunday after that. Uh, I think our key injuries coupled with sitting way back hurt us more than the refs. Sal says, yeah, the injuries definitely hurt us. But without the referees mess up, we, we win the game today. You know, and uh, again, I don't like to make excuses, but I'm going to I'm going to make an excuse today. Why not? Right. Um, <laughs> I also need that Maradona light. Sal says, yes, uh, I'll, I'll see what store he got it from. But he definitely got it from one of the official stores uh, in Naples. Uh, Gianluca in Ciao Frate. Fantastic red jersey. I have the same exact one. Yeah, bro. Hold on. Calayo. Calayo. Goldrake. Calayo, baby. Remember him? Uh, Vincenzo comes in. Seems like Koulibaly two to three weeks out. Fabian. Uh, Fabian, potentially more groin, but Insigne was precaution. Well, the Insigne being precaution is good news. Fabian being out is not good news. And uh, Koulibaly as well, because he's going to miss two to three weeks, and then he's going to go play with uh, Senegal. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. Insigne Koulibaly, I believe, are precaution, but Fabian, I'm scared. I hope Koulibaly is precaution. Uh, Sereno, peaks and valleys. The season is long. Does feel like we threw two points in the garbage, but we hopefully don't need them. Yeah, Sereno, I agree. I mean, I'm with you there, man. There's some people panicking out there. There's no panic. No need to panic yet. Uh, yes, we could be further ahead in the Scudetto race right now in the standings. I mean, do you even call it? I mean, I, we call it a Scudetto race. Is it even a, a Scudetto race? Like, it's not even halfway through the season yet. Like, we got to get, you know, let's get to January. And then we'll we'll talk. We'll let's get through January, and then we'll see where we're at. I mean, it's a tough game. We have Atalanta in less than three days, and uh, it's not it's not that's not a good situation if Koulibaly can't play. Mateo says the same thing, confirming Koulibaly is expected to be out for two or three weeks, according to some reports. Vincenzo says if only Sassuolo were Juve B, weren't Juve B, we could go for a Patania plus money swap for Scamacca in January. That would be nice. I mean, I think that'd be the only way to go ahead and get a striker is if we're going to sell one. And it's not because of the money. It's because why are you going to get a fourth striker? But by the time Osimhen comes back, you got Osimhen, Mertens, Petania in that order. Then you got to buy another one. Or you get a guy like Skamaka. He'll be relegated to third in the pecking order behind, you know, maybe second, you know. Okay, fine. Maybe back up to Osimhen because, you know, then Mertens doesn't have to play that role. But, but, but Mertens is shining in that role right now. So there is your problem. You know, you're going to bring a guy in and start paying him to do what? Sit on his hands on the on the bench? You know? I don't know. I don't know. 
Sadly, we need to KK out being hurt, being out hurts more than any other injury we could possibly have. Without him, we will have an incredibly difficult time containing Atalanta and Leicester. Gianluca would love to swap with uh, Scamacca, Vincenzo, the ref, another amateur I've never seen before. Same. That comes from Vincenzo. Um, uh, Matteo, the truth isn't being. I'm sorry. I didn't see the. Uh, the truth isn't being sour. Rafa, refs gave us nothing and multiple fouls on Ramani were left by. were let by for sure. For sure. And, you know, oh, Sereno, that was the ref's sixth game in Serie A. Of course it was. Of course it was. Um, scores in the first minute of injury time, play resumes in the fourth, and whistles blown in the fifth joke, Saldi Brita says. For sure. Exactly. There's no there's a, no justifying the referee's uh, uh, thing today. No. No. Uh, Vincenzo brings a good point up here. The Aurelio Omicron. Uh, the Aurelio Omicron variant may prevent the African Cup. That's another great point. Um, the first case in America here in California uh, from South Africa. Guy came from South Africa. So uh, good point there, Vincenzo. We might not even have an African Cup right now. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um Pasquale Napolitano, I have that jersey. What a great kit. This one right here? Yeah, it's the Calayo one if you didn't see it, buddy. Thank you very much. I love it. I love it. Uh, can't win the league early, but you can lose it early. You just got to keep up with the pace. I think we will. I mean, you know, Sereno, I think I think we I think we will. I, I I still believe in this team. I do. I still believe in this team. I I not, you know, I know Dropping points is not great, but at the end of the day, we're we're 15 matches in with uh, what uh, 11 wins, right? Three draws and a loss, right? I mean, we're in first place still. We're still in first place. Let's just calm down. We're still in first place. We're only a point ahead of Milan. Uh, you know, two points ahead of Inter. And five ahead of Atalanta, yes. But we're still in first place, man. Like, you know, let's just... We have the team that can get... When they're motivated, there's no stopping them. And I I might have made a comment somewhere saying, you know, why do you start the whole, the whole team that started against Lazio, you know, three days later? You know what I mean? The entire team. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't rotate anybody. Right, and I realize you need to get wins, but you should have rotated the team just a little bit. I think that's Spalletti's one little mistake he made here was not rotating the team today, and not heavily. You don't have to do it heavily. Definitely not Medet. Definitely not Medet. You know, you could have started Deme. You could have started Deme. Why not? You could have started Petania. Instead of Mertens and have Mertens come off the bench, why not? You know, these are things that we can ask right now and we can talk about. But while the match was going on, well, I mean, we were winning for most of it. Well, you know what I mean. After we scored, it was 15 minutes left and we could have won the game. What are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Um, 
but I do think he could have rotated a little bit, you know, and, and uh, you know, this is probably why you're seeing groins and muscle pulls, you know, probably. I know they're professionals. I know you should field your best 11 every time you can. But there's a there's a time, you know, listen, we have a, we have Atalanta on the weekend. We should have done something. We should have done something. Uh, John Lucas says all of our dads think the same. Uh, my father thinks the league is set for us to never win it. I mean, I hate to be, you know, I, I don't like a conspiracy, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Uh, this is the first time we failed to win after leading 2-0 in Serie A since 2015. What a statistic. Another one is that we only have one win against Sassuolo in 17, 18 now. 18, no, I'm sorry. One win since 2014 at the Mape, since 2014. But all time, we only have three wins at the Mape. Couple of losses here and there. Nothing, nothing too crazy. One as recent as last season, um, but um, yeah, the one win that we have since 2014 at the Mape was Gattuso's first win on December 22nd, 2019. I remember that because that's the day before my big accident. Uh, yeah, that's the la- That's the that's the one time we won at the Mape since 2014. Was that? That Gattuso match, the first one. But this is crazy. Unbelievable. First first time we failed to win while up 2-0 since 2015. That's nuts. That's very, very nuts. Um, and we were also attacking when he blew that whistle. Same thing happened versus Inter. Yep. Exactly. They should have given us more time. I'm sorry. And, and then, you know, um, I hate, I hope, I, I honestly hate going to the Mape. This is Mateo, especially after everything that has happened as a consequence to our performances there. Guys, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, man. You're preaching to the choir. But, um, yeah, I mean, for me, for me, Spalletti's, Spalletti's red card, justifiable. He should, he, he had every right to, to, um, be upset with the call. Um, hopefully his absence won't affect our performance against Atalanta, but we have injuries. I mean, you know, it's clear that we're going to have some injuries here. Again, some of them were precautionary, you know, uh, uh, situations, the substitutions, but uh, we really have to really, really work hard against Atalanta. We need to wheel that statue back to the freaking sidelines. Like I said last time, we have to. We should have figured out a way to bring it to to the Mape today. Unbelievable, unbelievable. At least, at at least it was a point and not and not a loss. At least we got a point and not a loss. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, we have some, uh, hey, Ralph Biz popping in. What's up, my friend? How you doing, my friend? I got to tell you, I miss you with these things. I don't, <laughs> being alone kind of sucks, but uh, all good. All good. South Brita, our original goal was top four anyway. Uh, after that, uh, Mulligan seventh place finish. We're 10 points clear of where we were this time last year and still in first. Kalma, Kalma, yes, yes, yes. 
Yes. I, you know, and I agree, Sal, we are, we did have top four aspiration, like no matter what top four priority, but when you get this far out and I, again, I know I said just a few minutes ago that there's a lot of time left because there is, but we are about, you know, over a third of the way, you know, and uh, we had a chance to have a commanding lead and it's shrunk to one point, but you know, we got to figure it out. Milan can't last all year. I just don't see it. Inter is a real problem. Yep, said that. Uh, and uh, uh, they have the quality, depth, with experience. Luckily, we got small cushion. Uh, but we need to be all gas and no breaks. Gianluca Spinelli. The small cushion is two points, brother. Uh, luckily, and you know, I say this, but Roma just lost today against Bologna too. But luckily, Inter have a tough opponent, seven-sister opponent in Roma. And uh, we play Atalanta, you know. So um, hopefully, like the worst-case scenario, we get a point out of here and uh, Inter and Roma tie. Hopefully, Roma can pull off a win against them. You know, Mourinho against his old team. He's going to be excited about that, I'm sure. Um, uh, Mateo agrees with Gianluca. Inter are the biggest... Uh, threat to Scudetto push besides ourselves. Uh, my issue with Petania, Vincenzo says, is that he's only good enough as a final 15-minute sub from the start. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough. But, I mean, we could have held them and put Mertens in and scored a few. You know what I mean? I think he could have started. That you know, That's all. That's all I think. You know? Um, but, you know, listen, th that's, that's what it's going to be. You know, like I said, uh, Atalanta on Saturday, then the Leicester City match, which is big too. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I did have a beast of the match today. I would like to talk about him and see where you guys uh, think about it. Why don't you let me know what you think of who's the beast of the match for today? Um, I got to tell you, though, I, um, I don't know if a lot of people are going to agree with this, but this is who I picked. Um. I picked him because I thought he really played well uh, towards, you know, throughout the whole match. Uh, some areas where I don't think he uh, did great with, but um, towards the end of the game, he pushed right through. So let's have it. Beast of the match. There he is. For me, it was Piotr Zielinski. I'll tell you what, coming from him not playing so well, you know, nursing an injury for a little bit at the beginning of the season, uh, not having, you know, the opportunity to really get get a good footing in. Uh, Zielinski really has um, come quite a long way. Uh, and I think he provided a lot for us today. Um, took over the captain's armband after Koulibaly went out, after Insigne went out, and uh, provided with two assists today. Two assists. He had the goal last match. Uh, he's had, uh, I think it's four in the last five now, um, but he's pouring on the assists, and I'm, I'm all for it. Zielinski, for me, man of the match, for sure. Um, a good shout. Uh, is Lobotka 
uh, Biz. I, I really like his performance, man. I really like his performance. He, if if it wasn't for the two assists, uh, assists for Zielinski, I might have gone Lubotka today, guys, because he deserves he deserves a tremendous amount of credit. Tremendous. Uh, I I just love his contribution to this team while Angisa's out. You know, uh, I think maybe putting Demet in next to him was a little bit, you know. I don't want to say it wasn't the right it was the right move wasn't the right move but I don't know I don't know like like I realize that Fabian is hurt and that uh, there's no other real options but what else you know maybe move Elmas back to be with Lobotka you know and uh, I don't know I'm not sure but Zielinski for me man of the match definitely uh, deserves it. You guys are, yes, uh, Raf Biz, it is great to see Zielinski back in it, um, you know, and it was great to see Fabian back in it, too. I'm waiting for that recognition because, uh, and you know, you know, because you, uh, you had said, you know, in the, in the, you know, as of late, uh, Fabian was proving you wrong and, 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 you know, your takes on him were, were, were complete garbage. <laughs> Come on, let's all call a spade to spade, you know, but, um. Uh, I'm just kidding, Ralph. You know that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for sure, Fabian is um, uh, just like – I hope that injury is not too bad because he's got Napoli playing really well. I mean, you know, five goals this season matching Osimhen in Serie A. Um, you know, scoring from outside the box, you know, making great passes, moving the ball. Uh, tracking, like coming back, um, you know, playing deeper in, in the midfield and then moving up when he can, you know, Lobotka covers for him there. Right. And I just want to see the team a hundred percent healthy, working hard, moving, you know, um, it'll come, it'll come. Listen, <clears throat> after that Lazio performance and then a sort of dismal, I mean, you have to think, you have to. You have to think that Spalletti starting the whole team again was a mistake. You can see it in the first half where they weren't really into it. They got that spark that they needed in the second half, but they had made a change. You know, I'm not saying Elmas caused Napoli to to to, to score goals, but but um, definitely definitely need to rethink uh, some of these midweek fixtures. Um, I mean. Even a little bit of rotation would have, I think, done good today. Um, Biz says that Fabian was misplaced. I was fooled. That's right, my friend. You were fooled. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep it too long today. Uh, we draw. What are you going to do? Uh, Saturday, 2.45 is the next match against Atalanta. And then Thursday at, uh, I believe, Thursday is a 12.45 uh, match between Napoli and Leicester City and uh, the other group game in the group too. They play at the same time. So that is, yes, 12.45 on Thursday, December 9th. Uh, then we play Empoli. Then it's Milan and Spezia. And that is the, is it 16, 17, 18? Yep, Spezia on December 22nd at the Maradona is the last match of the first round of Serie A. And we go to Christmas. 
And uh, it's coming, guys. It's coming. We get to see who the winter champions are. Uh, hopefully it's us. Not that that means anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, I think Fabi uh, uh, really quick, the chat here. Uh, Spinelli, Gianluca Spinelli, all Fabian needs to improve at this point is scoring from inside the box. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so does. So does Elmas, in my opinion. Elmas, for me, like when he he's because even today he moved. What about that Petania move too? I mean, like he took that ball down as fast as he could. The defense caught up with him, yeah. But but um, he powered through too, kept it. You know, waited for someone to get in, and and he did uh, drew a foul, I believe, at the end, and and did really well. You know, did really well. Um, uh, but yeah, Elmas for me, like he brings a ball down and then he gets closer to the box and he doesn't really know what to do. I like when he comes, brings the ball down, gets down there and then distributes. Um, but like in front of goal or in the box, he's kind of lost sometimes. I, I mean, he's very young. Don't you mean, you know, we, we need to let him grow too, but, but still, I mean, we're on like what season three with him here now. And, and we got to really, you know, he's got to get it together in the box, you know? Uh, and, uh, you know, and not for nothing, but Insigne has to score, too. That's another thing I want to bitch about a little bit. Insigne, he brings the ball down, right? I don't know. I mean, replays after I, in the first half. After I saw the replays and I saw that he couldn't really shoot, like, and he, he, he goes to this little flicky toe poke as he's going down. Like, what the hell was that, man? What was that? We need more from you, man. We need it. We, I need, I need, I'm going to go all full Ralph Biz here. We need to see the leader that we're supposed to have. Like he's been, I'm not saying he has been doing bad for Napoli. And I'm not saying he's a bad leader. But these little fancy goals trying to Tita Gita all this freaking time and, and, and gets to the box and tries to do this like fancy toe poke as he's going down instead of shooting two seconds earlier. And that I don't have room for. I hate that. Just get in the box and put it in the back of the freaking net, man. You can do it. I know he can do it. I know he could do it. He can't. He, he doesn't have to score Tita Gita every single time he gets the ball. It's quite frustrating. Quite frustrating. His play on the pitch. I'm not. I'm. Not, I have no problem with his play on the pitch and his contribution in certain areas. But you could. You you can score goals. Go score a goal, man. Yeah. Right here. Let me see. Where am I? Right here. Saldi Brita. Insigne is a better player when he looks to pass first rather than shooting everywhere, everything. And yeah, and if he had a better shot, which I know he does, Sal. I know he does. He can take regular shots. It's not a big deal. He can do it. But yeah, you know, the Tita Gita comes at the perfect moment. You know, it's like the it's like the it's like the Mertens goal yesterday, the, the uh, uh, Sunday, the third goal, the the Napoli's third goal, his second. He knew that ball was in the back of the net before it even reached his foot. Before Lozano even finished the pass, he knew that that ball was in the back of the net. That's when you pull the Tita Jeet out your ass. Is when you know, you know this is going in the back of the net. That's it. You know, and strikers and forwards, they know. They know. It's not something that, it's not something I invented that's magical. They know when they're going to score. Like, this is the goal right here. Boom. Unless the goalkeeper pulls out this incredible flying save. You know? Gosh. Right? Preach, Bizarro. Preach. I wanted to get to John Lucas' comment. But I'm sorry. Hey, 
We're still ranting, baby. Napoli post-match rant. That's what this is, right? I want to see him shoot with actual power sometimes. Thank you. It doesn't always need to be placement. Just hit the ball. Right? Biz, his distribution has been great. But he has been struggling for goal. Sal says, also, he knows he can shoot low. Uh, he is kicking field goals every time. Sure. Sure. Gil. El Chucky Lozano. Chucky Lozano today? Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I think I would have rather left him in the match. Did he come out? I'm trying to think if he came out. Mm. Yes, because at one point it was Elmas and Politano, wasn't it? Let me check. Let me check here. I'm sorry for this, guys. I, I honestly can't. Like, for me today, I don't think Chucky did much. You know? I don't think Chucky did much. But, yes, yes, he did come out. I would have left him in today. I think that he is the guy who's next in line to come up with the play that gets him back to where he should be. Chucky Lozano. Um, Mertens likes to feed Lozano like a good... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Chucky Lozano needs... I I think, especially today, should have said, I realize, I believe Politano came in for Fabian because Fabian needed to come off. I don't think he was... um, I don't think he was supposed to come off at the time he was going to come off. That's probably what my dad... My dad... I love my dad very much. At translating Italian to English, he's not the greatest. But I didn't hear what what was said in Italian. So he's telling me while he's hearing it in his ear. So he said to me that Spalletti felt bad because he was supposed to take Fabian out before when he asked him to come off. But he didn't. So he took him out when he saw that he got hurt. I'm wondering if he was even supposed to come out when he got hurt. Because he had Politano and... Uh, Petania ready. And that's not a substitution you usually make, you know, because Mertens did come off for Petania, but then Politano came in for Fabian. I mean, yes, for Fabian. And for a minute there, you had Politano and Lozano with Elmas in the middle from where Fabian went. Right. And then he took out Lozano and then put in uh, I believe it was. I can't think about who came in after. Oh, it was Deme. So he took out Lozano, put Deme in to to make the midfield back to put Elmas on the left and Politano on the right. But I don't think Politano was ready to come back in. I don't think Politano was ready to play today. He just tested negative for COVID. Now, I have a. I have a coworker that works with me that had COVID. He 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 served his uh, you know quarantine. He comes back on quarantine uh, you know the day after quarantine, 
and he's still, you know, a little, a little, a little out of it, a little down, you know, coughing a little bit, not in the contagious state, but coughing a little bit, right? It, it took a few days for him from returning to work to get back to like normal self, right? Well, why do why do we think that players are immune to that? Players are human beings. I don't understand why Politano's coming in today at all. He just got cleared from COVID. I thought he should have stayed on the bench today, not even been called up, and then play against Atalanta. And that was what I was thinking in my head on the way to this match today. All right, Politano's available. Maybe we, we keep him off the squad until Atalanta. Give him, a, give him a, another week to, to re, re, you know, relax. You're right, Biz. Elmas played three positions today. Um. But he does say Lozano should have stayed in, in my opinion. And he said the same thing. There you go. I think I think Lozano could have contributed today. I do. Like, like, like he made good runs. He made good plays in the first half. I know I remember that, you know. But I feel like he just needs that opportunity. Uh Tommy Ballone, how you doing, my friend? Um, I've never seen this name here, so I'm guessing you're new. Thank you very much for for uh, joining in. Thanks if you're watching live on YouTube. Thanks if you're watching uh, later on YouTube, on um, uh, you know at your leisure, and thank you if you're listening to us on the Far From Vesuvius Podcast Network. But Tommy Ballone comes in and says, "I heard that Fabian said he can play a few more minutes. Then in those few minutes, he got hurt." Okay, well, so 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 there you go. You got my dad telling me Spalletti felt bad because he said no, stay in a few minutes more. And then now you are here saying that Fabian said he can play a few more minutes and Spalletti left him in. Um, we'll get, I mean, I haven't seen the article. I've, I, it's only from what I've heard. So we'll get the, we'll get the actual truth. Either way, Fabian is out, you know. Um, John Lucas says, I feel like this January can be Saudi-esque. We cannot get anyone. I really hope we don't screw it up. Um, I don't, oh, he says, he says we can't not get anyone. Got you. Got you. Got you. Um, I think we, I think we can improve in a couple places, but I don't think we're going to make any crazy deals. I also don't think we're going to get another striker. If that's where you're insinuating, I don't think we get another striker. I just don't, I don't think it makes sense. Like. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you might as well call up um, uh, the the young kid to come up for a little bit while these guys are out. You know, what's his name over at the Primavera? Who are second place, by the way? Another win against Torino. Uh, no, Lecce this time. Very good. One nil. Uh, what's his name? Ambrosino. Ambro- yeah, Ambrosino. I think right. Bring him up. Let him cover. Play the kids, right? You want to play the kids? <laughs> Let's bring him up. Honestly, honestly, we call him up for a couple of minutes, or we call him up for a couple matches. Sorry, the matches that uh, if if the African Cup of Nation goes on, well, no, see, even so, we call we bring him up during the Osimhen injury. We're playing Mertens or we're playing Petania, and to back these guys up if they need it, we got this kid. You know, we might not play him, but at least he's there, right? You guys. What's the difference? Like we should, we should invest on what we need, what we need all the time, not just for three months. Okay, that's what's important here, guys. That's what's important. 
when we have Aussie men, we have Mertens to back him up and Petania to back them up. Right? Aussie men comes back in February. Where are we going to stick our new signing? Who's going to get relegated? And even if it is Petania, that's number three in the pecking order. Who's, 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 you know, when we could really just send Ambrosino back to the, to the Primavera. Right? The market, even in January, should be treated for what we need. And we all know De Laurentiis doesn't make these crazy, like, one-season move moves, you know? Like, these really short-term moves. He he has, you know, he did Bakayoko. It's maybe once or twice every couple seasons. But he doesn't usually do it. And who's going to do it? Who? Like who's who, you know who we can I said I said that to someone on a chat today. Tell me who, please. And they said to me, "Well, they're not the staff, uh, technical staff, and the the scouts and the, all that." And uh, you know, and I said, "Okay, you know, he he he's saying that he's not them. That's what they're paid to do, not me. But your idea is to go ahead and get someone, even if it's on loan, just get someone, right? But that's your idea. But the idea." is really moot when you think about it because it's your idea, not the people who work in the office's idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can all armchair manage this club. All of us. The facts are you can't just buy someone that or, or even make a loan for someone that you need for just a couple months or, like, for just maybe five games, right? Or because there's a tournament in the middle of the season. No, you have to make the moves that are going to count for the club in the positions that they need to be filled. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe maybe I'm not making sense. Uh, even uh, Jean-Luc goes on to says, granted, we have depth, but we are seeing now more than ever how injuries can really kill us. Give me the checkbook. Sign Bremer. And any capable bench striker in January. I, I, I mean, again, you know, capable bench striker, but then, you know, got to get rid of Petania then. Which, I mean, listen, whatever. If it happens, it happens. But we'd need to sell. And I don't know if he's going to sell. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, Unas, Unas's timeline... Um, So here's the thing. Unas is timeline too, right? Um, he should be back soon, along with Angisa. They should be back soon. Let's not forget Angisa's coming back. But if Unas is healthy in time and the African Cup of Nations goes on as planned, he'll go with Algeria. I'm, I'm pretty confident he'll go. So we're losing four four players. We're losing four players. But they're coming back. You know, it's not like we're losing them for the season. They're coming back. That's why when you got to make moves, you got to make them count. Gilberto, Lozano do got to get better, though. Yes, yes. He does. Um, I like him. I like what he provides for the team. I do. He got a few assists the other day. You know, like, I like Lozano. I love him. Um. 
I think Lozano and Politano do great on that side. But yeah, I mean, I thought this was Lozano's time to shine, bro. And now Politano's back, and you know, you know, you know, he's gonna get the starts. You know what I mean? This was his time to shine. He could have scored a couple goals. He could have scored a couple goals. Spinelli says, "Do it for the kids, always, always, man." Play the hashtag. Play the kids is back. Mateo says, uh, "Ralph, Ralph, uh, Napoli gonna hang in this winter enough." Then come back for the spring. Yeah, but you know, uh, Ralph, I really wish, I really wish we had a bigger lead. I mean, it's not that it's not possible till by January. You know, we could, we our lead could grow. You know, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's this tight, right up at right up to the African Cup of Nations. You know, and, and Inter don't really lose anyone. You know, we're talking about who Milan loses, this and that. You know, yeah, Kessie, uh, Benacer, uh, uh, the other, uh, you know, uh, there's another defender from one of those African-French countries, right? Um, uh, t- uh, is his name Traore too, I think? But um, Inter don't lose anyone. <laughs> They're going to be a threat. You know, they're the real threat to me. Um, But then Ralph says, ADL won't invest if he feels top four is in the bag. Dang, that's cold. That's cold. Yeah, nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he won't invest unless he sells big. You got to understand an investment, an investment is made for long term. It's not made for the short term. We have the pieces that we need to win this Scudetto this season. Or Europa League, or both, hopefully, or two two trophies. Like we could be a two trophy club this season. We could. We have the tools. We have them. Injuries happen. COVID happens. But we have the tools necessary, especially with Spalletti as the manager, right? So if he if ADL is going to invest, it's going to be for long term after he sells someone, someone. Fabian's playing so good. I bet you he goes on sale and he and he sells for hundreds of million. He won't play for Spain in the World Cup because him and Luis Enrique don't get along. So when 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 the when the national team is out, he's home with Napoli. And that's something to look at. But also, it's not because of his performances. He's not getting selected. It's because he has a role with the manager. So, you know. Other managers will be like, oh, well, you know, he's 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 a, he's a class midfielder. Sure, 150. Pfft. If Napoli bought if Napoli sell Fabian for 150, man, the plus Valenza on that, huh? What about that plus Valenza? I don't know what the hell plus Valenza even means, but I do, but I it's just uh, whatever. I get confused with uh Llorentes Spinelli goes was the closest thing to a Hail Mary signing. Yeah, right. Llorente and uh, and to be honest, I thought Ibrahimovic was would have been with Milan too. Like I wasn't I wasn't to the to the um uh what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't go as far as saying he won't score a goal in the t- in, in, with Milan at all all season. Blah blah blah. He won't score a goal, right? Um, uh, from the dude from ESPN, Nickel Stevie Nickel. Yeah, there's that famous video out there of him saying Ibrahimovic is going to be a major flop for Milan. Pfft. Yeah. Okay. 
But I did at the time think hmm, I wouldn't go for Ibrahimovic. It's a lot. You know, his mouth is a lot. He's a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he can score goals, but he's 40 almost, you know? Like, listen, we all talk about age, okay? We talk about age. Koulibaly's 30. Uh, uh, Insigne is 31. Uh, Mertens is 34. But Ibra's about to be 40, and he's still playing, okay? So everyone can relax. We we have play, uh, Ronaldo, too, 37, right? Messi, 36. Like, like, it's all good. It's all good. Our players, our players are not, you know, over the hill. You know what I'm saying? They'll be fine. They'll be fine. But, yeah, I mean, you know, now I wish maybe we had signed him, but uh, as far as uh, Ibra goes, but, you know, um, you know, Llorente being the closest thing to a, to a Hail Mary signing, yeah. Yeah, 38 when we got him, 37, you know, season and a half, did nothing, you know, scored scored one goal in the uh, Euro, uh, Champions League against Liverpool. That was nice, though. That was sweet. Um, but, yeah, in order to – Vincenzo says, in order to bring someone in, we need to ship out someone like Gulam, Malqui, Manolas, or Petania. You're not going to get money for Gulam. Uh, he's on a free. But I understand what you're saying. Malqui won't cost that much. I mean, he cost us more than I think we're going to sell for him. Manolas, we could probably get some good money for. Maybe maybe even, break even there. And Petania, maybe if we sell Manolas and Petania, get in Bremer and, you know, Escamaca-like, you know? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe if we could do that, because then sell them and bring these guys in and invest in the future. There you go. How about that? Good idea, Vincenzo. Uh, Unas is back. Oh, that's right. That's right. Vincenzo confirms. Unas, Unas is back. He can play the weekend. Anguisa is still a couple weeks. I forgot that Unas is back. Yeah. Uh, Unas is good for second half sparks. Close the game with the pressure on. Unas is good with the ball at his feet too, man. Unas, Unas can beat defenders. And he's hungry. And he wants a goal all the time. He's got goal in his mind all the time. So he's hungry. And he's a good player. I like him. I like Unas. John Lucas says, if we have the opportunity and money to go for the Scudetto and you don't because the goal was to four, then I want to fight ADL right now. Of course, priorities change, man, uh, as the season goes on. Um, um, he says... John Luca, if we have the money for January and opportunity to win the Scudetto, which we do, and we don't because our goal was top four, then I want to fight. Oh, you <laughs> that was twice, John Luca. We we heard that already. Yeah, Ralph, all those guys are gone next season. I also think Medet's gone next season. Not even for profit, but to free up a salary and space in the squad for Vicenzo. Okay, I get you. I get you. All right, guys. Uh, I am here longer than I said I was or expected to be. But thank you so much for all uh, joining uh, Sassuolo Napoli 2-2. Um, don't forget, we have Philly Del Vesuvio with their podcast coming out this week. It's going to be the first one recorded and put in under the, the, the network. Um, it's going to be great. Please look out for their YouTube channel. Look at their uh, um, uh, Twitter. You can find them, Fili Del Vesuvio. Just, just uh, you know, search it. 
Um, buonanotte. Buonanotte a tutti, Matteo says. Good show from Ralph. Ciao from Gianluca. Forza Napoli sempre from Ralph. Let's get a Forza Napoli sempre up in here, guys. Thanks for the stream from Pasquale. Thanks for watching, my friend. Thank you for being a part of our lives. I appreciate you all. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll be back with another post-match after Atalanta. Go NYCFC. Um, hit me up if you guys want more info on that Maradona light. I'll see my dad tomorrow and let, let you know. I'm selling those Maradona kits when they come in. If you guys want one, I mean, I'm jacking the prices up. I won't I won't go eBay prices because those are going to be real high, but uh, you ain't spending 150 on them. That's for sure. Uh, but I'll have them available and I have them I have them in various sizes. Uh, when they get in, I'll let you know what sizes I got uh, official from the Napoli store. So there's no no worried about authenticity. Don't be worried. I'll prove everything if you want. Um, I'm not sure yet on the price for. Amici di uh, Far From Vesuvius, but um, we'll talk. We can talk. Anyway, just throwing that out there. If you guys want, you can hit me up, um, and you can hit me up for anything. I'm always here. I'm always chatting. I'm always talking. Um, yeah. Listen, don't fret. Don't sweat. Napoli are still in first place. There's still so much to be happy about this team. I, I I get we're very reactionary, but at the end of the year, when we see Napoli have 30-something wins, a couple of draws, and a loss, hopefully only one loss would be nice. But, uh, yeah, man, don't sweat. Because just as easily as we could look back and say, ah, this is where we lost the Scudetto. We have a shot this season, a real one, to say, huh, remember when we worried about that game that really doesn't matter right now? Remember that? A lot to play for, guys. A lot to play for. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, again, see you guys soon. Ciao, ciao for now. Forza Napoli. Sempre.